Hey y'all, welcome in, ma'am fam, to another Mad About Movies, news, rumors, rumbling, roundup. It's been a while since we've done this, and there's so much to talk about this time around. We got some trailers, we got some announcements, we've got plenty of rumblings to get to, and we'll get to weekly recommends at the end of this episode. So welcome in, I'm Kent, your host for this one, joined by Richard and Brian Brian, how was the DC League of Super Pets this past weekend? You know what? It was pretty fun. Uh, DC continues to uh, do real good on animation and TV and real not good on movies, so that's odd, but uh, I'm, I was appreciative of it. It's been a... Uh, the last couple movies we saw with Coop were Minions and uh, Pause of the Minions Fury again? Oh. And Minions for the seventh time. And both of those movies are awful. So uh, this was this was a Pause nice of Fury was it good, dude? Pause of Fury was terrible. I was mm. like, I am such an easy judge on on that kind of movie, you know, on kids movies because it's just like, I, it's fine. We're here. It's air conditioned. It whatever. I was the whole time. I kept looking over at Lindsay and be like, this is terrible, right? Like something. This is very odd. Uh, yeah, it was. Kids it was, want rip offs of Kung Fu Panda. I think that's what they. Even the animation looked bad. It looked like they didn't hit a final final render, and they're just like, "eh, it's fine, whatever." Just just push this out to the kids. They don't yeah. care. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Super Pets was fun. Had a good time with it. The Keanu Reeves Batman is a great bit. Loved it. Thought it was really funny. nice. Uh, so had a good time with it. Cool. Well, we will be talking plenty of of comic book news and all that kind of stuff. So I think we should start. With something, Brian, I know you're you're certainly familiar with, which was the announcement slash trailer for the Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> reboot. I didn't know this was a thing at all until San Diego Comic Con comes around and yeah. and they throw the media everywhere, the poster, the the trailer. Mm. Honor Among Thieves arrives March of 2023, and Chris Pine. What, the superior Chris, uh, Mishrod, <laughs> Renee Jean Page, Justice Smith, not Jaden mm. uh, Smith. I, I always think he's like one of Will Smith's kids yeah. when I see it. It's uh, Justice Smith, Sophia Lillis, and Richard, tough one, Hugh Grant mm. involved in, in the Dungeons and Dragons reboot. I saw the trailer and it looks like they spent $400 million on this thing already, mm. including forking over the cash to get Led Zeppelin's whole lot of love in the trailer, yeah. which yeah. they, th- yeah, they're like, all right, it's going to be at least a million for any song oh, use for, sure. for anything. So like, they're probably yeah. in, in it pretty hard already. Yeah. And I'm, I'm curious your thoughts. Cause I have no interest whatsoever or, or familiarity <laughs> with it other than knowing yeah. that it's a thing, but, but I'm interested to hear, hear your thoughts sure. on this. I love Chris Pine. Um, I know I'm in a a D and D campaign uh, with Batman Shane. He's one of the participants. Although I say we're both, we I think we played three times in the calendar year 2022. But um, so I knew a couple of years ago that this is like real inside baseball. But Shane's cousin is like a a 
a tutor for Chris Pine's nephew or something like that. And that anyway, he, that, that, uh, Shane's cousin, when Chris Pine got this gig or got approached about this gig, Shane's cousin like taught him how to play D and D and he got really into it apparently. So that's part of the deal. Um, this trailer, look, if, if this movie can just be fun, cool, then that's great. If it's not, um, if it's not really fun, it's going to be really bad because it's very, I mean, you guys saw it. It's very cheesy and ridiculous. Very giant and, snake vibes from King Arthur. Yeah, is yeah, what totally. I, totally. What it definitely could, could fit in the, the giant snake cinematic universe, I'm sure, mm. um, at the end of this. Uh, everyone in that cast who's not Chris Pine and Hugh Grant is not good. I don't, do you guys watch Bridgerton? No. No, no I but I, I don't. No, I've never seen him in anything, but I get the appeal. I think he's a good looking dude. So I, but I haven't really seen him anything. My I, wife's I all in on him. I saw him host sure. SNL and that's it, I think. Yeah, he was, yeah. that was, saw a okay. couple of sketches of that. He was fine. So, okay. I don't watch Bridgerton. I keep seeing that guy's name associated with like Bond. It's like, what? Yeah. okay, cool. What? I assume he's great. I watched The Green Man this week and he was the worst part by the yeah. widest of margins. He was terrible. So I'm not. I mean, I, I don't know that that's going to be It might be, be a the, thing where he just parlays that into sure. a few bad movies and we dispense of him, but... For sure. He yeah, got off cool. Bridgerton quick, which I respect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No way Hugh Grant remembers being in this, right? No, no. Hugh had some funny <laughs> some funny quotes at Comic-Con, essentially, of like not understanding anything that was going on and just, okay, cool, just just send me the check, essentially. <laughs> like, which His agent is still that. telling him what it is. Yeah. Like, but the, like maybe the funniest thing about ago. the trailer. No, remember me, he doesn't have an agent because he accidentally emailed <laughs> someone back and signed it himself. Right. Remember that great? That's one of the best YouTube videos. Ever. <laughs> so uh, it'd probably be pretty easy to get Hugh Grant to do a movie. Just to be able to convince him. Yeah, would be check? pretty, pretty <laughs> easy. Like, yeah, you know. I so I'm getting paid, right? Uh, okay, that sounds good. And he me. also like notoriously rewrites everything he says on movie. Like he's really OCD, so. He probably doesn't even care about the script. Like, oh, don't worry. I'll rewrite all my stuff. Don't I'll make worry. it. I'm fun. saying what I want anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't worry about it. Is Paddington in this? No? Mm, okay. We'll see. We'll see about that. Uh, God, he's good in Paddington. Yeah. I do think it's funny. They spent so Clearly, they spent quite a bit of money on this thing. And I love Chris Pine. I But couldn't get him to... Couldn't get a haircut or something. Couldn't... <laughs> couldn't yeah, he looks look like, like he's in this movie, in not just like he filmed it on the weekends while also filming The Contractor. That's something. I'm I mean, thinking it's a Henry Cavill mustache situation. Okay. Yeah, it could be. Definitely. Yeah. Too, you know, needed that Star Trek hair. I don't know. It was, it's, it's just a funny bit. Look, if it, it's going to be dumb, can it be fun dumb? That's all. I think that's all anyone it's really It's a Spider Man writers, right? It's like John Francis yeah. Daly and those uh-huh. guys. Yeah. So it could, yeah. I mean, they're they great writers. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, hopefully. But, I, we're about to see this and come to life and in, in sort of in our uh, over these next few months of like we this is cyclical. We we convince ourselves we see something like Game of Thrones comes out and everybody's like, man, fantasy's awesome. Swords and, and sorcery and all this kind of stuff. Why don't we do more of this? And then we green light 30 projects that are swords and sorcery and they all suck. And then everybody's like, oh, right, because these are terrible. Okay, we're, let's stop doing this. And then, like five years later, there'll be something that comes out. Oh, Lord of the Rings! Oh man, this stuff is awesome. We're gonna greenlight a bunch of these. Oh, by the way, these are terrible. It just it 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 happens yeah. over and over and over again. So we're about to get Ring of Power, 
uh, and and this movie and the Game of Thrones spinoff, and there's like four other Game of Thrones spinoffs planned, and I mean, it's a really good chance that most of these things are not good and do not. It's a, uh, it's a tough time to be me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, I just words. don't think the Dungeons and Dragons fan base is big enough to for a you know hundred million dollar opening weekend or anything like that to in yeah, big to justify. I, I think uh, spinning this. I would say it's a bigger crowd than you may think yeah. it is, but that doesn't mean that it's going to translate based on, uh, it, I guess I would say it, it, it doesn't mean that everyone who plays Dungeons and Dragons once a week or, or, you know, twice a month is going to watch that trailer and be like, yep, that's what I'm looking for. It's uh-huh. not the kind of property I think that, that necessarily for sure translates to a big open. It could, it could be. And I think opening in March is probably pretty smart because you're going to get in. Before you know the summer blockbuster fatigue that we saw with with some of this year, but um, if that's if it's not good, if it's not at least fun, stupid, um, then I you know word will be out on that before it even gets out, and and I don't know that it's gonna. I mean, it could very this could very easily be, uh, you know, Dungeons and Dragons made eighteen million dollars opening weekend and came in fourth at the bottom, you know, something like that. It's it's I don't think it's a guarantee by any means. We'll see what it's up against. March third, two thousand and and twenty three is when that one drops. That one's risky, for sure. It reminds me a little bit of the Warcraft thing. Yeah, it's totally reliant on normally with IP. That's the point of IP is that right. it, you're hedged against um, it being good or not because there's a big enough audience. And I do think mm-hmm. there's a really large audience for D anD. D um because it's been around so long and so many different generations have played it but i do think specifically with this kind of thing it can do very well but it it does have to be good Mm -hmm. yeah it can't just be okay and and make 200 million bucks like Mm -hmm. you know thor or something sure yeah yeah and also too i mean there's a lot of people that take D &D very seriously and and that tone that tone work will work fine for like the group that I play D and D with. It may not work great for a lot of people who are like hardcore D and D players that like that's their number one hobby. I got some guys I work with that like yeah. spend weeks building these yes. books and stories yes. and all that. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. The first one, Brian, I think you're just defending that. You're a ride or die for two thousand <laughs> yeah. Dungeons and Dragons oh. and Specifically, Marlon Marlon Wayans' yeah. role yeah. in it. Yeah, <laughs> you were more that of one, a Duncan Jones Warcraft guy. I thought though, <laughs> Duncan Jones everything. Mm. The but except for Moon, he did not care for Moon. Yeah, yeah, not a big fan. The that one made thirty million total. Yeah, There's and that's one of the bigger like like we almost did that during the the bad movie marathon or whatever mm-hmm. uh, in twenty twenty because it was it was that level of of bad. But I mean that's what I'm saying. It, it it's we try to make this thing happen every once in a while and, or every, every decade or so. And it, it just doesn't, it doesn't fly. And everyone's like, huh, why didn't that work? And it, it usually just comes down to it sucked. It wasn't good. You know, <laughs> wow. I mean, it was just a bad movie with bad actors in it. And by the way, this movie outside of Chris Pine and, and Hugh Grant has a lot of not very I, people who at the very least, I don't think that the first thing you think is, man, Michelle Rodriguez is a great actress. You know, I mean, it's just not, uh, it's, it's a risky thing. I, I have more, I, I'm, I'm happy that it's written by the people that it's written by Richard. Like you said, like that, that's, 
that might be the number one. Okay, this might this. Here's what. Here's the things that that stack up that that could make it good. That's number one on the list. And then, you know, everything else is is, is questionable. I mean, I love Chris Pine. I, you know, I watched The Contractor a couple of days ago. Not good. Not a very good movie. So you know, he he's not immune. He's not Denzel or Tom Cruise at this point. So um, it's a uh, it's a risky play, as you, as you said, Kent. So hopefully. Hopefully, uh, Batman Shane is, is insulated at least. So, cause it's, it's a risky one, I think. Yeah, for sure. Speaking of, uh, Batman Shane, the DC side of things gave us a few new looks. The first of those being, uh, one that drops this year when Rock the Dwayne Johnson showed up in full Black Adam costume <laughs> on stage. Man, they are trying so hard to make this be the biggest thing of all time. I just don't I don't think it will be. Um I think the rock fatigue is officially kind of setting in. And it, it's just funny he he was doing that on Saturday and then on Sunday he's on stage doing his XFL presentation. Like that guy's life is just so so crazy, but uh I just don't I, I don't, this is going to take a lot of buy-in from people and I don't know if it's going to be there. I think there's more rock fatigue than Marvel fatigue. Totally. Macro. I like the rock, nothing against him, but even I'm kind of tired of him all the time on everything and doing his tequila TGI Fridays and um, all that. It's just, so I, I do think, cause he in himself is a franchise. And so mm-hmm. he he's still, you know, got some fatigue on it. He's putting a lot of things out there. And I yeah, again, if this not to be not to simplify the thing, if this is awesome, um it'll do great. But it, you know, if this has, you know, Top Gun Maverick reviews and it's fun and people will, will totally go out. But if this is like as good as Shazam, I, I think this will and they go, well, Shazam was Zachary Levi and this is the rock. Okay, cool. Well, and this is about as good as that. And just like kind of fine, then you're going to get 10% more than that made. Mm-hmm. And it, okay, that's, that makes money, but it, it, I don't think that's what you're counting on when you have the rock as a 10 pole character. Yep. I, I told, I a hundred percent. You're, ex- you're exactly right. You're, you're unlikely to, to whatever, whatever more you are paying for the rock than you would, for the next person on the list, it only comes back if it, if the movie is 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 good. Um, and I don't know, man. Doesn't he had a moment where he could just open stuff regardless. Yeah, yeah, totally. But but that was 2016, 2017. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, he's overexposed for sure. He's he's, he's probably waited too long to get into this game of of mm-hmm. superhero stuff. I mean, he probably should have done it. Back at the orig- original Snyderverse sure. uh, start of things, gotten sure. gotten in there yeah. somehow, uh, maybe Ben Aquaman or something like that. But yeah, it's a hard sell because I think people just like don't necessarily want to see The Rock do rock things and like be bought in for another three more movies. And this is going to cross over with Shazam and cross over with Superman, all that type type of stuff. I think it's just like they know it's a it's a huge investment. This isn't just a one-off. Like this is obviously the launch of something big and something we're gonna. If we go see this opening weekend, we're in for like ten years of this, basically. <laughs> yeah, I just 
the aesthetic of these movies is so ugly to me. I, I just, I, it look, they all look terrible. They all, and I mean like the visuals look so bad to me yeah. and they have this whole run. It's like that trailer. The, I was like, Good we Lord. talked about how we don't really like the aesthetics of the doctor strange compared to some of the other Marvel stuff. Mm-hmm. Now would be the best looking DC movie. Yeah, totally. Yeah, but that aesthetic, totally. I think overall, I think there's still an audience for that. Like the the Venom movies, we hate the aesthetic, but there's mm-hmm. still people that are like, man, that is my jam. Like that, yeah, grimy gray. Then they get terrible. They hop in their Camaro right? with a Punisher sticker on the back, and yeah, I mean, I <laughs> ask Gas or Grass sticker and head home. Yeah, yeah. We we shall see on that. Um, but speaking of that, uh, the Shazam trailer. Fury of the Gods drops Shazam 2. Uh, only reaction for me besides curious lack of Rachel Ziegler in the in the trailer. We need to fix that <laughs> ASAP. Is it seems like the Shazam character with the tone of the trailer where he's just like there's you know there's Batman, there's Superman and I'm just I'm just me. I'm just a dude. Seems like they're pretty self-aware with where Shazam falls in this hierarchy of <laughs> of MCUs and DCEUs and all that kind of stuff. And I think you can have some fun in that if you're not taking yourself too seriously and you're playing with, with house money, essentially. Sure. Which I felt like it played in their advantage with the first one, which I, I enjoyed. I thought that was a fun, fun DC movie. Yeah, I think Shazam is is one of the few that it actually is having the fun that it, it espouses to, to be having, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. I enjoy it, but it's, it's also pretty forgettable. Like I, I've, I've seen that movie one, maybe twice, probably once. And I mostly remember just kind of Zachary Levi doing a Tom Hanks. Impre- I mean, which is fine. Like I, I liked, I like Zachary Levi. I, I think the character's pretty fun. It's it's I'll I'll happily go see this. It also looks a little better visually than some of the other stuff that that they're doing, but um but it is kind of throwaway to me. But that's fine. Like you there's plenty of the Marvel movies that are that are relatively throwaway as well. But I I agree with you, Ken. I, I like that I like that there's a little bit of self-awareness with with this offshoot of the DC universe that uh is is missing at times from from some of the other spots. Hey, it's it's an opportunity coming out this December. It's an opportunity to take money away from Avatar too, you know. So people <laughs> go see this. This is a huge hit. Then they're like, "What is this? What is James Cameron trying to do? We're trying to see Shazam too, guys. What <laughs> is this about?" Uh, let's transition to MCU talk, fellas. The big talk of the summer, really, for movie announcements is is when. Kevin Feige takes the stage at uh, at Comic Con to announce basically the next decade of or whatever <laughs> to look forward to. In this case, uh, it's about three and a half years. We'll see uh, how many delays are involved, but we're having the ends of phases four, uh, the phase five, and then the beginning of phase six in this announcement. So, believe it or not, we're still. Finishing phase. There are there are numbers attached to these phases. I thought we are completely past that now, but they're still they're still holding pretty strong on on the phases. So the end of phase four ends here with She Hulk, uh, the series coming out here in August on Disney Plus, which does not look great in my opinion. I've seen like three trailers 
for that and just found out that's Tatiana Moslany in the, in the lead role. It's like, what's her? I don't know. I just didn't, didn't, didn't dawn, dawn on me that that was her. So we'll see how that goes. And then the last of the films in this uh, series is the big one, Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever. We got a big trailer for that as well. Huge reaction and a great trailer. A lot of hype behind this this project. I think this is going to be, uh, you know, probably the biggest biggest Marvel movie since you know Endgame or so. A lot of a lot of hype behind this one. Brian, reaction? Uh, maybe the best trailer I've ever seen. I mean, it's up there for sure. I don't want to get too hyperbolic, but that's that's one of the best trailers I've ever seen. Uh, I was getting a little nervous because I've got that in the movie draft and movie draft's been pretty rough because uh, of all the, the shifts and movies dropping out and stuff. I really need that one to, to come out. And so if there hadn't been a legit, if they would have done just a teaser even at, at Comic-Con, I would have been like, okay, this is not coming out in November. Uh, but that's, yeah, that, that's, uh, I, that's a great trailer. I, 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 you know, there's going to be another one. I know there's going to be another one. Gosh, I wish there wasn't. I wish that was it. I, I thought the use of the, of, the, of the the song was incredible. The the imagery with with Chadwick Boseman's awesome. Um, you get a you get look at at uh, the Atlanteans and so, I mean I thought it was an incredible trailer. So kind of one up James very Cameron with that underwater shot, didn't they? That was yeah, like, it could be. He had a good because James Cameron's Avatar too <laughs> has has one Navi like holding uh-huh. hands of the whale. Yeah, He's yeah. got a whale with like. A <laughs> hundred people on it, or something, in this trailer. Yeah, that seemed like a direct shot. <laughs> it's like we're coming for you, man. We are. <laughs> and the buy-in on the Wakanda aspect of this is what I'm interested in. I've, I love that about uh, Black Panther, and it seems like they're they're doubling and tripling down on Wakanda, mm-hmm. the uh, location, and I'm very excited to explore that uh, universe more. I, totally. I mean, it, it's Wakanda is such a cool looking spot, and and there's there's a ton that's so much to, here, so, so much possible there. It feels like absolutely with a movie, yeah. yeah. And um, and Ryan Coogler back, you know, obviously that makes us really excited. For sure. Uh, and I imagine the next trailer, Brian, will be you know much more of what what direction the story is going to go. But I'm with you. This is the only the only teaser I needed. And, uh, you know, when in doubt, all you need is Lupita. Yeah, she's so good. Gosh, she's so good. Richard, do you think they're going to... Are we going to see who Black Panther is for sure before that movie start comes out? Or do you think the next trailer also kind of keeps it a surprise? I think they... Uh, uh, yeah, oh, I'd be ahead, shocked Richard. if they revealed it. Okay. I, would I hope they don't. I mean, I look, think they probably I think have the costume. I think it's it. going to be Shuri, but I would... I would love for them to just kind of keep it under wraps. This is what it's going to be. See what happens. Write it down, uh, ma'am, fam. It's going to be in the trailer. It's going to be the the patented Coogler over-the-shoulder shot of the costume. But it's going to be people looking at it, and you're not going to be able to tell who it is or if it's a girl or a guy or whatever. You're just going to see, like, the silhouette of the the panther. You're like, oh, who is it? It could be be back. And it's going to be the very last shot of of the teaser. Just wait for it. Love it. Okay. Yeah. I kind of hope they uh, keep that under wraps. Don't, don't, uh, 
Don't let us know before we go in. That'd be awesome. They yeah. Could, they could I'm always pretty good at that. I mean, they're pretty, they're in a tight ship over there. Sure. Sure. We'll see. So Wakanda forever drops this fall and I'm sure we'll, we'll be doing quite well. So the first of phase five comes February of next year, guys. It's Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantumania. Quantumania. Ant-Man 3, <laughs> Ant-Man and the Wasp 2, however you want to say it. Let me go, let me go now. And uh, this is doubling, tripling down on the quantum realm. Mm. I, I liked, I've enjoyed the quantum realm side of things from Ant-Man, the, the microverse, if you will. And I'm excited to see where they go with this. Those movies have always been a, a, a little ray of sunshine in the in the MCU when they pop up. And um, so February 17th, we get the first official Phase 5 film. Quantumania. I don't know if you guys saw the teaser. Somebody put a teaser on YouTube. It says, you know, Quantumania official teaser. You click on it, and it's just the scene from Mac and Me. So <laughs> Paul Rudd bit is continuing, and I, it never needs to end. Ah, great bit. Great bit. Uh, thoughts on uh, Quantumania? Any reaction to this? You go, Arby. I've been dominating here. Go for it. Yeah, I'm. I'm so interested. I, I'm so. I don't. I'm interested how that quantum. You know, if they end that, or if that continuously becomes part more and more of this, the logic of these stories. It was such an integral. You know, those movies seem sort of fluffy and. And to the side, and hey, isn't it cool we have Paul Rudd and things like that? And then it became, for the Avengers storyline at least, very, very uh, important the whole time. Maybe the most important <laughs> thing in the whole story. So it'll be interesting to see how relevant they are going forward. Especially, I don't want to spoil what we're talking about here in a few. Not that people don't know, but like as we maybe start rounding the troops again, um, how that how that kind of plays. So Kang the Conqueror, Jonathan Majors is supposed to be uh, in this one. So we'll get some more uh, context there. And apparently Bill Murray has been cast in this in some kind of role. I don't know if it's voice work or what, but maybe Bill Murray has some kind of- Keep him in a room alone until until he films- Don't let him near Michelle Pfeiffer or (laughs) anything. Uh, Michael Douglas back as well. I've always really enjoyed him as- the best. As Hank and- and, Underrated uh, MCU actor, Michael- F. Douglas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no word on uh, Michael Pena, though. See if he he pops in. Or Greg Turkington. <laughs> no. Uh, the next one after that is Guardians Volume 3 on May the 5th, fellas. Nice. This one apparently is, we're going to find out more of Rocket Raccoon's backstory in this one. Nice. So Love it. It'd be fun to go back to that that uh, universe, that branch of. Feels universe. like it's been forever, yeah. Since yeah, Guardians Two, when was that? Because the whole James Gunn thing went down after that in twenty sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, seventeen, eighteen, maybe. Yeah, first one was fourteen. So, yeah, yeah, seventeen, eighteen, something like that. And we got a little taste of it in uh, some of the Avengers movies in Love and Thunder, but it was less so than I expected in Love and Thunder. I thought that was going to be a little bigger part, but. So it'd be interesting yeah. to see where we go from here. Yeah. Guardians 2 was 2017. So. Okay. Six years between those. It's crazy. I'll have to see what song uh, James Gunn picks for the trailer. That's always excites me. What what yeah. song, what band what if from it's the FTSK, 70s is going to- What would you do? 
Oh, I would, what, hey, I would Brittany. I'm just, I'm just what? like, man, are they going to make Stranger Things in 2055? Because that's when the kids would be 2009 or something <laughs> like that. Then, yeah, so can get rich. Oh, that'd be a dream is for, yeah, for a song to go viral out of yeah. pure, you know, It'll organic. Happen. It'll happen. We got 80s and 90s nostalgia right now. We're, we're just, yeah. you know, we're 10 yeah, years away. No, there's a lot of emo nostalgia right now. So maybe <laughs> oh, for sure. right after. You saw the ringer emo. last week. I mean, <laughs> I did. I saw the, saw the logo for it. I didn't see the, the emo stuff. Uh, yeah. I'm excited for the soundtrack though. I mean, like, like yeah. I said, that's just, that's, always that's, good. that's always a fun part. We'll have, we'll have Groot. Speaking of Groot, there's doing a little Groot series on on Disney Plus. Guess what it's called? I am Groot. I am Groot. Yeah. 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 Amazing. Coop's pumped. <laughs> Gosh, it's just so funny that like a, a tree and a raccoon are like the, the focus of these huge <laughs> huge things and everyone's totally down. Yeah. Let's give it to me. Give it. Uh Guardians Volume Three, May fifth, two thousand twenty three. Uh, and then we get the Marvels in July. I'm still not clear if this is a movie or a TV show. It's a, it's a, it's a movie. It's, it's a, a movie. movie. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, so July is uh, is the Marvels. I believe Captain Marvel will be mm-hmm. heavily involved yeah. in that Marvel one. Marvel and Miss Marvel. Yeah. It's m- merging that. And the Miss Marvel. Marvel. Okay. That we just Captain got Marvel. on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yep. See. And then Blade is officially coming out yeah, thank God. next year, November the 3rd, 2023, with Mahershala, the re- Blade reboot. Very excited that they're finally put a date on that. Yeah, yeah, that'll be... Who are they getting to direct love it? Mahershala. That's, it's going to be a good time. It'll be a good time. They announced yeah, that? Yeah, they have. It's um, Basim Tariq. I'm trying to think what else he's done. Um... I remember being excited for somebody else that was involved in. He did uh, Mogul Mowgli with uh, that movie with Riz Ahmed. Oh, got it. Yeah. And yeah, so that's what basically is, is, you know, they're doing the Marvel thing with. A I wonder if they're going to go full rated R with but, this. I think they probably need to, right? Like the people want that, right? The fans would want that. I think, I'm very curious to see how that goes too. I because they have Deadpool lurking too. It's yeah, point. yeah. Do you break? Yeah, do you break the seal with? Right. With Blade, yeah, i I would like I would like to get odds on that. I'd like to see what Vegas thinks. Uh, I might bet, I might bet PG thirteen at this point. I don't know. Yeah, because cool. they can probably do stuff with animated blood where it's not like as gory, you know, like sure. like the way the first Blade one, where you know the the vampires like disappear, kind of yeah type of thing. I don't know. You can go. Yeah. You don't have to go full. F bomb city with it. I think sure. you can get around it with the effects, yeah. For the violence, yeah, it could be. Delroy, Delroy Lindo's in that too, man. I, I love that. There you so go. Yeah. that's exciting. That combo of those two. So we have it'd be um, cool if they got uh, Riz Ahmed too. Yeah, that's a villain or something. Man, he needs to. Yeah, get him, him and everything. Universe. Yeah. I mean, is uh, so he wrote Mogul Mowgli and directed all that. I mean, that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be like the. Every Oscar nominee for the last five years in a in a Marvel movie. It could be cool. Mm-hmm. So continuing with Phase Five into twenty twenty four, they've announced this first Captain America movie with the new uh, Captain America, May third, two thousand 
and 24. Of course, this was kind of teased in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier with Anthony Mackie stepping into the uh, the shield, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so we're officially getting that. It seems like it's pretty far away. I thought that would be one of the uh, easier ones to kind of do here in the next next year, probably. But uh, it seems like they know what they have there, and why not push it down the road a little bit? Yeah, I would imagine some of that is we've got to get we've got to get this Guardians movie in here. You know, we've got to get back to Ant Man. It's been so long since these guys have had uh, their standalone movies. So we uh, we we've we did the the Falcon and the Winter Soldier thing in 2021. So we can wait till 2024 while we we get these things done. You know, so right about the time that one hits Disney Plus at the end of June. July rolls around that year and we get Thunderbolts. Another new announcement. I don't know what this is. Not familiar. I thought it was Thundercats for a second. I was like, Thundercats are new. Oh, Thunderbolts. Oh, okay. I think it's that. I could be wrong. I think it's that group that JLD has been rounding up. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this is the one she's involved in. Yeah. I think this will be the movie that sets that in motion. So those little Easter eggs with jld are, are leading to to this i think okay yes you're right it's it's all uh it's like anti-hero people so kind of a suicide squad uh, thing yeah like yes exactly exactly that so like wyatt russell's uh whatever yeah. captain america knockoff and uh florence Pugh and uh, Ag- agatha maybe i don't know what they're i mean i know she's doing a they're doing a show with her isn't that what she uh or is it Agatha or Wanda when she pops up in at the end of that uh, that show? Was she recruiting Agatha? I don't remember. I think it's Wanda. I, I don't remember. I mean, you know, we talk about this all the time. It's impossible to keep up with this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like the um, uh, the time. Gosh darn it! The time guy from Black Widow. He might be in, and I can't remember his name anymore. Uh, comic book nerds are screaming at their at their radio. David um, Harbor. No, uh, the, 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 the taskmaster, the bad guy mm-hmm. in that. Yeah. He was in this at some point. There's been a whole bunch of anybody who's been a villain or a semi villain in any of these movies at some point or another essentially was in Thunderbolts in the comics somewhere along the line. Um, I can't remember who. The so they can just use that as a coverall. Yes, absolutely. Maybe absolutely. even bring Loki into it or something like yes. that. Yeah. Yeah. The director uh, of, of Robot and Frank, Jake. Schreier is attached to direct this. Okay. That's interesting. Robot and Frank's interesting. I haven't seen that yet. No. Paper Towns, he also directed with Cara Delavigne. Yeah, bad movie. Uh, Baron Zemo and Norman Osborn have been part of Thunderbolts at some point as well. So, okay. really anybody, you, I mean, they can pull anybody from, mm-hmm. from uh, that's, that is a villain or sort of villain uh in these movies so another another new franchise i mean it it seems that they're launching here they've i guess the marvels can be considered uh, a new one we had the eternals last year we got blade we got thunderbolt i mean we can't fault marvel for just continuing to reboot this thing and Mm -hmm. here's here's thor 19 which we're probably going to get but like they're still putting out new characters and new stories it feels like so that Mm -hmm. that is a a bit refreshing but speaking of old stuff one of the big announcements maybe the biggest 
is that we're getting two Avengers films in 2025 now, three years mm-hmm. from now in May and November of that year, we're getting two Avengers movies. But it doesn't seem like they're uh, part, parts one and two. So at least they're not split that way in the titles right now. One's called Avengers The Kang Dynasty. Another one's called Avengers Secret Wars. So yeah. we'll see. It'd be interesting. We get that finally Fantastic Four right before that as well. So I don't know how that's all going to That's the first in. of uh, Phase 6. Correct. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. Fan 4 Stick 2. <laughs> Get the fourth reboot of of Fantastic Four, and that's, that's fine. But look, this is the last time. Okay, yeah. if this one's bad, then we just have to agree they don't get to be in movies anymore. That's just that's the way it goes. I think. Um, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how that plays. They got yeah, a couple of got... blank spots in that on that slide too yeah. for for Phase Six. So Deadpool uh, will be in there. I'm sure. Yeah, Sean Levy won. I I saw I saw somebody. I don't know. Remember the source on this, and I didn't check it. So if I'm reporting, if I'm repeating fake news, then you know, s- sign me up for the news literacy project or something. But uh, apparently, the reason why we keep getting kind of teased for X Men, but we don't get X Men, is uh, part of the contracts that that Disney inherited from Fox would is essentially you will not recast anybody prior to 2025 in the, so like our contract runs the contract for, I don't yeah. know, I get let's, Jennifer Lawrence, let's say right. for Mystique mm-hmm. runs through 2025. And after that point, uh, so th- maybe that's the, the, then we start seeing X-Men movies or get announcements on that or start seeing them kind of maybe some characters that's, uh, you know, aren't in the previous X-Men movies start kind of leaking into these things or something. They've already, and that'll probably incorporate Deadpool into whenever yes. that happens. I would yes. Think. Cause or, I'm sure they have no interest in kind of... recasting Deadpool. <laughs> right. You know, so I'm surprised that they're not keeping some of those intact because they've already, I don't think they already law wants to, I think that's part. Yeah, of that's probably uh, true. Fastbender, maybe the same thing. Fast, uh, Fastbender. I mean, I bet McAvoy would be, would still yeah. be down. I know, yeah. Evan Peters brought back uh, his character in in WandaVision. Yeah, Patrick Stewart did uh, Professor X recently. Right. So uh, yeah, I, I can probably see fifty fifty of it yeah. of it working out, or them saying, "Yeah, I'll do it mm-hmm. again," or "I don't mm-hmm. want to do it again," or they're right. probably just waiting for a clean break from those yeah. stories. Like they don't have to have anything right. confused canon wise with with that stuff. Right. I don't think that anyone was super enthused about. Sophie Turner and Ty Sheridan and that group of of actors. So mm-hmm. there's got to be a certain amount of. We'd love to have Fassbender back. We'd love to get McAvoy back if you want. Obviously Patrick Stewart, you know. But we're not gonna start. We're not gonna do a movie with just these X Men. You know, we gotta we gotta wait until even we can uh, cast the people we want in these other roles and whatnot. I'm sure they'd love to have Jackman, but I don't. You know, he really put right. that to bed so aggressively with the yes. Yes. The last one. What? Here's That's going to be the hard you. one. That one has the biggest shadow over it, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think you maybe just don't. They're going to. Yeah. I don't know why I even say this, but I would say maybe just don't for a while. Like let, let that and James, not be that and James Marsden. I Seems mean, like you, the fans want uh, Taron Egerton for that. Yeah, he's Seen always the one that gets thrown out, and that's fine. I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't hate that. I just, it is big, it's big shoes to fill. Jackman's yeah. great in. 
Me and Coop have been watching. And he can sing two sides. <laughs> two sides. He's the most he's both the most masculine and feminine man in the world. Um, yeah. It's tough to it's tough to match. Uh Coop and I have been watching those movies lately and I mean, even the crappy ones, Jackman's pretty good in, yeah. in that role. And, and, and he was so unknown coming into that, you forget. Yeah, you know, it's like his first movie is, yeah, <laughs> is X-Men. Like, he comes in so ready. Yeah. I'm uh, pumped for those. I love, I hope they do same. those well. Have love, you seen the stills for the for X-Men uh, 97, Richard? Uh-uh, I haven't. It, it looks, the animation is the exact same as it the It looks like it's, yeah, just show. screenshots from the original. Yeah. It looks so cool. Original yeah. show. Here, here's something that I've seen in the rumblings department. Marvel has been meeting with Giancarlo Esposito recently. Oh. What about a Professor X, Giancarlo Esposito, or what's been rumored is uh, Doctor Doom? Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I'd be that guy's awesome. I would love to. I'm, I'd be thrilled to get him involved in. Uh, in the Marvel universe at some, however you want to do it. You know, he's mm-hmm. so good. Which there one was that Dr. Doom or professor X? I think professor X for me. Be interested to see his take on that. I was at a, uh, bar the other night. And there was a guy in a three piece suit that looked exactly like Gus. And it was terrifying. Oh, and he was just like <laughs> sitting there silently by himself. And I was just like, we can get here. So Let's get everything's here. so neat around his table. Yeah. So clean. <laughs> Yeah, put him in everything. He's already in Star Wars, awesome. you know. Put him in. Put him in every franchise. Let's do it. He's so great. Speaking of, I can't wait to watch the final few episodes of Better Call Saul. You guys are caught up, right? Yeah, I'm no, one behind. I, uh, I remembered like yesterday, two week, maybe two days ago. I was like, oh crap this this is uh, this is finale finale time. I got yeah, like I a couple two so. more weeks. I had one episode left of the first half of the season, and so I, I watched that. I, I've made it through the first episode of of the new half of the season, so I've got okay. I don't know four maybe to catch up on, something like that. I got it's it. So good, gosh, it's so yeah, good. it's all it's all timer, man. It is, it is greatness. Uh, okay, on speaking of TV shows, a couple of Marvel TV shows that were announced: uh, Secret Invasion is a new show. Uh, we're getting season two. Fellows of Loki. People wanted more of Loki. Yeah. So that seems to be the only one from that original batch of, of shows that's getting another season straight up. I, that's fine, you know? Yeah. It means Hiddleston probably didn't have to be super involved in uh, the, the movies, and they can kind of continue that, that storyline on, on Disney+. Plus. And that was a fun. The TVU, the time variation, whatever, was, was pretty fun. Yeah. Owen Wilson? That- yeah, I think that's one of the better examples of of what we're doing with these uh, mm-hmm. Disney Plus shows. That was very fun and interesting, and it was at least semi separated from everything else that's happening. And uh, I dug it; that was a lot of fun. I'm I'm gladly go back for. And I wasn't totally sold on the concept of that coming in because I was like, I feel like we've had a lot of Loki and don't really need any more but that was good it was it was very good another show called echo coming out next summer no idea what this is uh agatha coven of chaos that's the that's the spinoff of marvels with just agatha right the spinoff of uh i'm pardon me of wandavision wandavision right 
and um, something called Ironheart. Is this one about the uh, mm-hmm. hockey coach in the wheelchair? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a Lance Armstrong. <laughs> oh, Ironheart. I like that, too. <laughs> so I don't know what this one is either, but again. Ironheart is teased in, that, in the Black Panther trailer. Um, when you see... When you see the girl like making the armor and and uh, mm-hmm, with the heart heart shaped yeah. piece out of it, that's her. Okay. Um, she again, I'm not the biggest comic person, obviously, but like I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, it's like she takes over for Tony Stark, so she's like the new Iron Man. Oh, uh, okay, got it. Cool. Iron Heart. Oh, okay, that makes sense. I yeah. see. I see what they did there. Yeah. And Echo is related to Hawkeye. It's the Oh, the uh, the I don't know if you guys watch that, but uh, the deaf girl that he's that he fights at at some point in the show. Okay, another show announcement was Daredevil: Born Again, which is a Daredevil reboot, taking that it's from at Netflix. The Joel Osteen Church too. Yeah, <laughs> well, it sets the whole time the whole set. Um. Yeah, more it's a Daredevil. Lot of, a lot of Disney Plus to keep up with. And um, just let me know what's necessary to not get lost in the movies, and I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll check that stuff out. I'm I'm uh, halfway through, what's it called, Moon Knight now. Mm-hmm. So I'm almost done with that, and then I got Miss Marvel, and then I think nice. I'm caught up. So I'll have to hopefully get there before I haven't She-Hulk Marveled yet, wrecks us I have, all here. I have Moon Knighted, but I haven't Miss Marveled, but I will. Maybe. I've heard Miss Marvel is 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 quite good. I've, yeah, I've heard a lot of positive it's, it's just things. A, it's about annoying it. when they're good. I want them to be bad. I know. Like, I want to have to. I want to be able to skip one. But like, man, this one was really good. So we'll see. This stupid show. I hate this. Uh, luckily, it's only like six episodes. So yeah. you can kind of knock mm-hmm. those out in half a day if you're you know really committed to it, which is which is uh, nice. Um, okay, one more trailer I wanted to talk about. A couple more actually. Before we uh, hit weekly recommends here, fellas, is I'm glad we waited till today to do this because, Brian, a new Star Wars trailer has dropped for Andor, which is based on Richard's favorite film, Rogue One, and uh, the character of of his favorite, Diego Luna, Cassian (laughs) Andor. A lot of buzz coming out of this one, man. A lot of people really hyped uh, for this, Brian. Were you asking for more from this character? I was not. Uh, I'm with Richard. It's it's. I think Rogue One is very good, and it might be the best Star Wars movie ever if if either of the the main characters had like <laughs> yeah. any charisma, like at all. Um, yeah. And they they just they just don't they just don't in in that movie. Tony Gilroy though, our boy. Yeah, yeah. It's very it's very. I mean, I mean, maybe if you want to be really generous, you could even just chalk it up to like, hey. One director made half of this movie. The other director made the other half. Somebody else kind of cut it together. What are you going to do? You know? Um, so like, I don't, I'm not, I'm, I was not uh, pining for a Cassie Nandor series. This looks awesome. Like Tony the Gilroy, baby. Yeah, man. I mean, it, it, this was a big topic of discussion in the, in the discord today. And I, and I, I agree with the consensus. Like, you know, I don't know how the character is going to play. I don't know how Diego Luna is going to do in, you know, as you know, bringing that, that, that character to, to life, hopefully a little bit like actual being alive. Um, but it looks like an, it looks like a movie and, and 
the best of the Mandalorian looks like a movie. Most of Boba Fett and and a good chunk of of Obi Wan really didn't. And so I, I mean, they, it it seems like they're they're kind of pulling out all the stops for the set pieces and the look of it, and you know, sparing no expense, um, and and keeping Robert Rodriguez locked in the closet <coughs> and not <laughs> popping into the room or anything. I mean, like, you know, whatever. Whatever you got to do, man. Uh, it looks really good. So it, I would, I would say it's at least it, it seems fair to say like they're setting this up to be good. And, and so they're giving, they're, they're giving this character and Diego Luna, uh, a big opportunity to make this, you know, what, what I would hope any Star Wars show or series would be, you know, be, be of high quality. Um, you know, and then so we'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how, how it plays out. So. Character not that invested or interested, but just the look of it, and I think it. I do like the concept that it's a little bit outside the 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 normal realm of what we've seen from Star Wars movies and Star Wars TV shows. Like it's it's not completely separate, obviously, because it's it's connected to Rogue One, but it's not part of the Skywalker saga. It's not attached to that at all. It seems it's it's two steps removed instead of one step removed at least. And, and I, I'm, I'm excited about that. I think it could be for make for a cool show. Did George Lucas or JJ Abrams or Ryan Johnson make Michael Clayton? <laughs> there, there, there was no rogue one. There's no cash in Andor. There, that didn't happen. That's why that's that. That one sentence is why I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I love Gilroy. I mean, I, I I think uh I think it has a has a real chance of being something good. So hopefully, I mean, really, Diego Luna's been really good in other stuff, and I, maybe I'm being too harsh on him. And maybe he's a it's good actor. He's just not very charismatic to me. Yeah, it's not, yeah, it's not totally. like he's actively bad. It's just totally no. That, totally. And, and at same, least how that character was written yeah. in Rogue One was like uh-huh. it needed a a kind of. I don't know, a more dynamic needed Harrison Ford or somebody. And he, you know, yeah. You know? And he was doing like this kind of muted. It just didn't make sense. Yeah. But maybe yeah. we'll I'm, have context. Maybe this will create the context that why it, that character is that way. I'm with you. Give me, give me a show based on rogue one surrounded around any of the other characters. Almost give me a Jenner. So show, give me a, a cheer at and Bay's Malbus show. Give me the Ben Mendelsohn character. Give me a show <laughs> with him. That's fine. It look, does look like we're getting a uh, force Whitaker. <laughs> I don't know what voice he's going to bring if he's not fully uh, sick yet or whatever. Saul Guerrero's condition is in, in this series, but we did get a, a glimpse of him, but I don't know if K2SO is going to be back or, any of that stuff, or if Darth Vader's going to show up in this one again, we shall see. But Andor seems to be the next Star Wars project out of the gates. And that brings me to my last topic, Brian, which is a little teaser for Picard, which is coming back. And it looks like they're bringing back the entire crew of the Star Trek Next Generation <laughs> cast of R. Burton and... <coughs> And uh, everybody pretty much is, uh, you know, coming back. It looks like mm-hmm. from the teaser. I have not seen this teaser because I I haven't seen season two of Picard yet, so I don't want to catch mm. any. Uh, I don't want to catch any strays in that. But I did see kind of the the stills of of uh, you know Jonathan Freaks and the whole the whole the whole crew is coming back. So that that you know that'll be fun. Season one of Picard's good. Um, it's not great, but 
Patrick Stewart's great. And, uh, so that helps. I, I heard the, and I have the same complaint having not even seen season two. It's, it's, it's all earth based. And I feel like you're really not getting the, the concept if we're keeping Star Trek. It's vineyard based. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's very vineyardy. Yeah. Agree. <laughs> um, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe go to space because this whole thing is about space be my, would be my suggestion personally. But, uh, I finished discovery last night. Really dug that. I thought it was a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to strange worlds. Um, so, you know, uh, he's Picard is the best character in the history of Star Trek, I think. So, I'm um, I'm all in on on Patrick Stewart and and Jean-Luc Picard and uh I'll look, I'll I'll definitely watch this this season even if season 2 ends up kind of disappointing me. So much Star Trek in the world right now, man. I can't even keep up with it. Yeah. It's probably too much. A lot. But that's okay. Yeah. We went through weird stretches where there was not any. So, we need uh If only Chris Pine can get back in into that world, we it's shall. It's gotta see. be. I, it's ha- It's Bring totally it full happening. Circle. That's totally happening at some point. I, I, there's there will be a new Star Trek movie, a Chris Pine Star Trek movie by 2024. I feel like. Oh, I'm okay. Mark I think it down. So. Could be wrong, but I, I feel pretty confident on that. All right, there's your movie news, rumors, rumblings, update. A lot of fun stuff to to look forward to. If there's ever anything you want us to talk about when it comes to the new side of things, make sure and let us know. In the Discord, if you're a VIP, madaboutmoviespodcast.com slash VIP. Guys, before we get out of here, let's hit a weekly recommend. Weekly recommend. Okay, Brian, you want to go first? Sure. New show on Peacock uh, called The Resort. It stars uh, Kristen Milioti, who is the mother on How I Met Your Mother, uh, and William Jackson Harper from The Good Place, and uh, and also... Uh, the great Nick Offerman pops up here and there. Uh, it's three episodes in. It is about a couple who, uh, is on their 10th, uh, 10th anniversary trip to, uh, like a resort in Cancun. And, uh, and the, the wife, Christina, Christian Milotti, who's great. I love her. Uh, she sort of stumbles into a mystery from a disappearance from 15 years prior and then, gets super obsessed with it and uh and kind of drags the husband along for the the ride um as they're investigating and trying to figure out what has happened with this she finds this phone that has pictures of this person who's disappeared on it um it's very interesting it's uh it's a Sam Esmol joint who did uh uh Mr. Robot so it has very dramatic themes but it's also pretty funny both of those those uh, actors are are really funny uh, in their own right. So it's a good mix. It's a little, little, little dramedy on both sides, but it's very interesting and I'm, I'm super into it. So I hate that it's week to week. I would really, I definitely would have just binged it all uh, if that was a thing that I could have done, but, uh, but it's a week to week deal on, uh, on Peacock. But the first three episodes are great. And I really, really enjoyed it. Lindsay and I both uh, dug it. So good. I think you guys would probably like it. Uh, so check that I out like, the resort on Peacock. I like dramatic Offerman. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, he's gosh, he's so good at he plays father and and surrogate father roles so so well. Um, it just has a lot of a lot of grace, a lot of gravitas to him, and uh, so he. I mean, he's like the eighth build person in this show so far. In three episodes, he's been on the screen for five minutes. Um, but his five minutes are great, and and he is really bring, and and I think he's going to be a bigger player as it as it goes but uh 
yeah, it's a really, it's fun, man. It's a fun combination of, of, uh, of drama and comedy. And, uh, I don't know. I, I haven't totally figured out where it's going yet tonally even, but, uh, but I'm digging it so far. Awesome. Good recommend. What about you, Richard? Yeah, I've been in, uh, for the last week in like work and, uh, sick dog hell. So I haven't mm-hmm. watched much. So I'm just going to say, Hey, the premier, ba- premier league's back this weekend. So Woo-hoo! just, yeah, check out on, on Peacock and NBC sports and all that great stuff. So we're in, been in kind of, if you're not a baseball person, which I'm not been in a bit of a sports drought. So, and if you're looking to dive into something new as an American, you know, check out, uh, the EPL. So yeah. Uh, what's the off. app of choice to get the EPL season? If I needed to buy Peacock. one, buy Peacock and you <clears throat> yeah, get Peacock's EPL. the best. Okay. You can get stuff. You can get pretty much every game on Peacock. It's a weird setup, except for like the biggest game of the week because that's on like traditional NBC um, or NBC Sports. But everything else is on Peacock. So it's like basically League Pass. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, cool. It's simultaneously a great setup and annoying if you don't have (laughs) NBC Sports or whatever. But yeah. If you want to watch EPL, you have to have Peacock. If you want to then, if you pick a club as Richard and I have done over the years, and then you want to get into like all the, the other stuff with, you know, your clubs in champions league or the, the FA cup or whatever else, then you start having like, all right, I got to get ESPN plus I got to get paramount plus I got to, I got to do all this, but just EPL, you really just need to have some sort of cable, whether it's, you know, actual cable or, direct TV or direct TV stream or YouTube TV or whatever else in Peacock. And you can watch every single, every single EPL match, yep. which is a good deal. You know, five bucks a month for Peacock and you get all that. It's good. That is a great, so that makes Peacock well worth it just on that. Yeah. I canceled it the last couple of months. Cause it was like, I don't, I don't need and to now you got the, the resort right now. So yeah. you got the resort and you got this. Yeah, so you got the resort and I got this. That's all I need. Yeah. I'm going to recommend something, uh, Peacock adjacent, that you don't need a a premium subscription for, uh, I don't believe. I don't think I have one, and we've been watching it. Uh, my wife Zoe and I have been watching a bunch of Dateline, just killing killing so <laughs> much time, watching like thirty seasons of Dateline on on the Peacock app, and we just laughed. There's some of the, some of the uh, the way the interview viewers do the questions. It's like. They just don't don't realize these people were in horrible murders and stuff. And they're just asking the most off the wall questions. Um, and to have Lester Holt, the most buttoned up, straight laced guy, intro the show and do all these transitions is uh, like coming up. Her throat was slit, and that was just the beginning. I'm Lester Holt. It's like, man, this does not fit your brand at all, whatsoever. <laughs> but it, it's a, it, it's very funny. Um, some of the uh, production value of it, but uh, again, you know, the show's been on, on for forty years or whatever, and has brought us some some great journalism. So, Dateline on Peacock app. Go back and watch a. Watch a bunch of those. Nice, nice. Pet peeve of those is when um, they do an unsolved mystery. It's like, hey, I didn't, I didn't invest an hour for them to be at the end and be like, and we'll never know. <laughs> well, that's all for tonight. It's the cousin of, uh, <laughs> it's the cousin of when they, the house hunters couple, is going to need to do a lot of renovations on the house, and then the yeah. house they pick, and then it's yeah. like, ding dong, one day later, you're like, well, yeah. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, you told me you're going to rip out this bathroom. Yeah. I want to see it ripped out. 
we got to know if this couple made it or not. Yeah. Right. I always assume they didn't. Yeah. How good was that house centers I sent you last night, Brian, oh with the wrestler? So good. So good. We really should have just, instead of doing movies, we should have just made this house mad about house hunters 10 years ago. I don't, I think we die. Cause I mean, it's great. I'm Sarah and I've been back in on it after a few years off and Uh, just like, if you just recorded it, Sarah and I during it, it's the funniest I've ever been. Yeah. But it's like, you know, there's a new season every day. It's exhausting. We could not keep up. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like animated shows in the nineties. Right. It's like, well, it's only on for one season, but that season was 233 episodes. (laughs) It's always funny (laughs) when they have, yeah, they're on season like 147. I'm not joking. I I was watching season 217 last night. Yeah. (laughs) And there was 11 episodes on it. Yeah. Came out yesterday too. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's always funny. The couples that have no stylistic, like (laughs) commonalities. Yeah. Like the complete opposite of what they want in a There's house. a great How one the other night. How are they even married? <laughs> where he, they were in LA. They both worked at an office. So it's not like they worked from home. And he was like, I don't care where it is as long as it's mid-century. And she was like, well, yeah, but I mean, it's LA. And so it's an hour plus without traffic to our office. He's like, yeah, but it's mid-century. Like he just only cared about the design of the house. <sighs> like did not. And then at the end, he's like, commute's pretty rough. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Turns out, yeah, I saw this one. It had to. Have I'm never been in the house because I live in my right, Toyota Tercel, right. but <laughs> had to have been a bit. But there was this one where this one, like the the girl was like insistent on a composting toilet. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, like, I've like, seen that one. Like yeah. I have That's to be pulling into the ground. Yeah. Like she's totally. like, yeah, yeah, this is a great great spot. You know. <laughs> Way less on taxes, like, great yard, less renovations, but like doesn't have a composting toilet, and that's like a big thing. Yeah, like seriously. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's great. <laughs> Unbelievable. That had to be a bit. All right, there's weekly recommends a huge smorgasbord of crazy stuff for you to check out. Hope you enjoyed that. Become a VIP and get our episode, the 15th anniversary of Hot Rod that we're talking about this week. Plus. All of the past VIP episodes, hundreds of them for your disposal at madaboutmoviespodcast.com slash VIP. And for a small fee, you can be a part of the VIP club. Hope you'll do that. Thanks for checking out some movie news, rumors, rumblings. We'll be back next time it stacks up enough to do one of these. But until then, we'll see you at the cinema. Goodbye. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salads and scrambled eggs. Maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe, but I've got you pegged. <laughs> but I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. Scrambled eggs all over my face. They're making me ya ya. The salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. 